everyone. Welcome to the No Sugar Added Podcast, where we have raw conversations about what self-employment really looks like. I'm your host, Joanne Augustine, ready to give you today's blend and cup of excellence. Welcome to the very first episode of the No Sugar Added Podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Before we dive into today's topic, I do want to take the time to acknowledge the current state of our world, honestly, with the coronavirus. There has been a lot of change that has happened. A lot of people, everyone, has been impacted by this virus in some way, shape, or form. It has really flipped people's lives upside down. It has required people to think about things in different ways. Uh, really maneuver through a new reality. So I think it's actually a very great segue and a relatable way to discuss today's topic about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. So let's keep COVID-19 and a lot of the things that we're facing as individuals right now in mind as we kind of dig through this topic. So with that said, let's get into today's blend. First and foremost, as a self-employed individual, you can expect a large dosage of uncertainty, instability, and constant change. That's just what you sign up for when there isn't a blueprint to follow, right? So with that comes needing a really strong sense of self in order for you to tackle these hurdles. And that sense of self truly comes from your mindset, right? So in today's blend, we're going to dive into the difference between two mindsets, growth mindset versus fixed mindset. And we're also going to take a look at how these mindsets can have an effect on you, not just as a business owner, but also as an individual in general, right? Managing everything that life is throwing at us. All of the different identities and titles that you have as a person um, affect your mind, right? So the power of the mind. It is the most powerful tool that humans possess, but it can be sort of like a double-edged sword, right? It can either help you attain success or it could take you into the depths of failure. So you really have to choose wisely um, with how you use your mind, which is why there's a lot of great ways to practice uh, through meditation, yoga. Um, there's a lot of ways that you can kind of understand your mind better so that it can benefit you, right? Because your mind is the key to a lot of things. Decision-making, uh, how you analyze personality and moods so or how you come off to people like um, and also your emotional response to things as well so in a nutshell how you think and process things can either have a positive or a negative effect on your life quick disclaimer before we really dive into each mindset I do want to take the time to mention in order for this information to be valuable You really have to be willing to be vulnerable with yourself and willing to practice some self-awareness. And this is a disclaimer for not just this episode, but all episodes in this podcast. 
That's why it's called Raw Conversations. We're really going to dig in. And in order for you to improve and grow and make changes, you have to really come to terms with who you are and face yourself, right? So keep that in mind as we're kind of going through things. And don't hesitate to take mental notes or even physical notes if you can. All right, so let's go ahead and start with what a fixed mindset is. The foundation of a fixed mindset is the fact that the individual carries this belief that our character, intelligence, and creativity um, abilities are static givens, right? Which can't be changed in any meaningful way. AKA is the idea of you either got it or you don't. Hence the word fix. Um, so how does that really translate to day-to-day -day life? People with a fixed mindset tend to avoid things that they aren't good at. They stick with things they know as a way to reinforce what they believe. Every situation calls for a confirmation of their intelligence, personality, or character. The interesting thing about this is by doing this, they tend to avoid failure at all costs. And what better way to do that than by avoiding ever trying something new or doing something in a different way, right? The thing is, by avoiding failure, we create a false notion of striving for success, in my opinion. And the reason why I think this is because you can't succeed without failing at least once, right? It's kind of like the chicken and the egg argument. How can you identify success without knowing what failure is? So you have to have experienced it, right? Because they believe that their qualities are kind of like carved in stone, they see risk as a potential giveaway of their inadequacies. So that's why they don't try. Through this mindset, success becomes being all about proving you're smart or talented through validating yourself, which doesn't really help anyone, nonetheless yourself, right? So an example of operating with a fixed mindset during our new COVID-19 reality would be, for instance, deciding not to take the necessary measures to conduct your business solely digitally because um, direct mail is what has always generated new business and customer retention. Even though people are most likely taking extra precautions during these uncertain times and probably don't want to be touching mail unless it's absolutely necessary, right? So contrary to a fixed mindset, the foundational belief for an individual with a growth mindset is this. The hand you're dealt is just the starting point for development. Let me run that back one more time. The hand that you are dealt is just the starting point for development. AKA is only up from here. These individuals believe that your basic qualities are things you can cultivate through your efforts. They're basically the personification of the phrase adding a feather to your cap. Like it's just a new thing, it's another skill you can go ahead and add, I got this, I tried this out, I can say I did it, right? People with a growth mindset have a passion for learning new things, not necessarily honing in on what they already know. These individuals thrive when confronted with a challenge because they aren't afraid 
of being wrong, right? Or failing. So they don't really see failing as an evidence of um, unintelligence, but as an opportunity to try again from a place of learned experience, which I think is something that isn't really ingrained um, in our society, at least in American society. I think we have this idea um, of success that is very linear, and that linear path is so specific that if you do make a mistake or you know fail, quote unquote, then you're stupid because it's like it's the set path you're supposed to like you know, graduate high school, go to college, get a degree, get a job, and then boom, buy a house, get married, whatever the case is, and, like, you're successful, but, like, you can't do it. Everybody else has done it. So we kind of already create this idea of failing, equating that you're dumb because you can't, like, find, like follow simple directions, <laughs> which is obviously ridiculous, right? And that's a part of the unlearning that we have to do. So these individuals with a growth mindset, they really care about stretching their existing abilities and developing themselves for the better, which includes failing or just not being the best at something, right? At least you're trying and you're learning and you're growing as you do things. And I think as a self-employed person, you absolutely need to operate <laughs> with this mindset because there isn't that linear path that I was explaining earlier um, where it's like the step-by-step -step, do this and then do this and do this and then it equates success like that doesn't really exist I honestly don't think it exists period but specifically for self-employment and owning your own business and navigating this world um it absolutely does not exist you really have to understand that every step that you take is important and is valuable because it is a step there's a lot of times that you just want to just stand there and just say you throw your hands up and just be like forget it like what was i thinking let me go do like what i know um or what's already kind of a little bit edged out in stone um, and you have to push past those times right so understanding that everything that you do is creating uh, an opportunity for you to come from a place of uh, more experience as someone who has learned from something is a really great way to navigate this um, concept of self-employment so now that we've kind of covered both mindsets, I know a lot of people are probably just like, oh, am I, do I have a fixed mindset? Do I have a growth mindset? Like, I kind of feel like I have a little bit of both. Totally normal. It's really important to know that I'm not about putting people in boxes. I believe that we are naturally fluid as humans and we could be a little bit of everything. So as you digest this information, Please remember that you're not necessarily one or the other. You may favor one over the other, but you are not exactly just one. There are so many outside sources that impact your mindset. Um, and it's fluid in the sense that you can be fixed in one area and growth in another area. These mindsets are developed at an early age. Your upbringing is taken into consideration, your social environment, your worldview, um, everything. 
really impacts how your mind works and how you process thoughts, right? So for instance, you may find yourself having a fixed mindset in your personal relationships because of how you were raised. And then a growth mindset in your career because of the very same reason, right? So fluid. Um, Just a personal story on my end. I was raised in a Caribbean single family home as a first generation American. So that mouthful already tells you (laughs) a lot about me and about the mindset thing. There has been a lot of unlearning I've had to do, especially going and embarking on a journey like being self-employed. Just being a first-generation American, uh, coming from a single-parent home, all of those things are um, really staples when it comes to uh, being afraid to fail, right? There's a lot weighing on your shoulders. You want to, like, make your family proud. You feel like you have to be the one to, like, uh, make things better and make things worth the sacrifice that your family and your parents had to make, right? So that by itself really dictated how I saw things and how I navigated through life. So I would say I was definitely on the fixed mindset side of things when it came to anything that had to do with my career. Um, I followed a very strict, strict path um, before obviously being like, what am I doing? Uh, I want to be my own boss. But (laughs) starting off with that and then kind of changing and really, you know, growing and understanding why I was thinking about certain things and like not being afraid to try something and just kind of see what happens and just putting imperfect work out there um, is another thing I think a lot of people with a similar background struggle with, um, perfectionism. So all of that to say, this is coming from a place of experience. Um, Having a fixed or growth mindset, I think, isn't something that is set in stone, like you are just someone who has a growth mindset. I think you can have a certain mindset based off of, you know, the category we're talking about, whether it's career or your relationships or whatever. And the key here is just to be self-aware, just understanding the difference between the two and the fact that you know the difference now, you'll be a lot more mindful as you're navigating through different life situations on a day-to-day basis. And that's the goal. So how do you apply a growth mindset to self-employment, especially during this COVID-19 reality? Um, Here's a couple of ways that you can kind of pivot your business. First, you can consider um, passive income streams. So just to define for other people, passive income is basically when you produce something and it continues to make money for you uh, without you having to continue to do work on it or continue to produce. So other people might know this as making money in your sleep. (laughs) That is passive income. So if you have whatever business that you have, you can think of as another way to to make money. For example, you can't do your typical services in person um, or sell whatever it is if you have a brick and mortar in person. Uh, Think about, for example, selling ebooks, like whatever it is that you were teaching your customers or helping your customers with, whatever that industry is. Um, You can create an ebook 
that can do that just digitally, right? And that can be something that you sell and generates that passive income. You put in all the work at once and then you just kind of set it and boom, it can just make money while you sleep. Another area uh, of e-learning is doing actual classes, um, like online classes. So for me, I am actually a Skillshare teacher. I have a class on content strategy on Skillshare, um, and you can access that on Skillshare.com. Just search content strategy, and it will definitely pop up, <laughs> and you'll find uh, the information in the show notes as well. But that is one of my uh, passive income streams that I use. Another way that you can pivot is trying to test out different digital channels. Um, as a self-employed people, we tend to kind of like, if this is working, I'm going to stick with it. Again, kind of fixed mindset sometimes. Um, just the fear of failing could be one. And then also like the idea of like, if it ain't broke, <laughs> why fix it? Um, so one way that you can do things is try testing out new channels. So for example, if you're used to communicating with your customers via social media, um, if you haven't already, you definitely should have this, um, as a small business owner, a self-employed person, uh, start an email list, right? Collect emails and be able to kind of share those tips and ideas and updates via email with your customers and your audience. Um, you can also think about if you had consultations before doing virtual consultations um, and using video conferencing. You can also record a video um, as an email instead. Uh, that can definitely increase engagement and connection because you're not seeing your customers like you normally do. So now that they can see you, you can still kind of create that personal connection in that sense. A third thing is listing out some creative alternatives for events or promos in your business that you have going on, right? So can they be transitioned to something digital? Can you do like a webinar? Can you do a live, a Facebook Live or an IG Live? How can you be creative and how do you communicate with your customers during this time with the focus primarily being on digital? And again, approaching all of this with a growth mindset, as in, it's just a learned experience. Go ahead and put out the imperfect work. The idea is that you put something out, right? You're giving your people something to work with. And then you won't be able to get feedback or know where you are with things if you don't actually put it out there. So those are a few ways that you can apply the growth mindset to being a self-employed individual and having a business. So here's your cup of excellence otherwise known as the one thing you should remember from this episode as a major key. These mindsets impact our relationship with success and failure. They ultimately affect our capacity for happiness, right? How you see yourself and your capability profoundly affects the way you lead your life. So here's something that I think would be a great activity. Take some time today to list out major key areas in your life and identify whether you manage them with a fix or growth mindset. So here are the key areas. Relationship and family, professional life, financial, personal development, physical health, emotional well-being, spiritual growth, and household and living environment. So yeah, test that out. Create those little categories and really think about how you approach these things 
and identify whether it's a fixed or growth mindset. And if you've identified a fixed mindset for anything, come up with a few ways of how you can change that to having a more growth mindset approach. There you have it, the two major mindsets digested. Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook for all the latest updates at No Sugar Added Pod. That's P O D. Chat with y'all soon.